The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Welcome to Masculine Journey. We are glad to have you with us today, and we have a special show for you today. Every every show is special, but this is extra special. We have a, have a guest on the air, but I'm not going to tell you who it is right at the moment because I want to have you have a little bit of suspense. In studio, we have Robbie. Hello, Robbie. Hello, Sam. This is huge. It is. It is. Hello, Al. Hello, Sam. That's kind of like Newman. Hey, Vinny, how you doing? I'm doing good, Sam. Good to see good. you. Good. And special guest, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing very good. Okay. Uh, I'm being very intentional about that because I want to go to a clip pretty quickly and talk about what we are talking about today. We are talking about the importance of legacy and a lot of different aspects of it. And so I want to go to a clip about a grandfather who's already actually passed away having an impact and leaving a legacy on his grandson. And it's from the movie Ultimate Gift. And we hear you hear the end of this where the, the grandfather has taped a message to his grandson and just the impact it has on him. Jason, if you made it this far, he had one final message. Jason. Yeah. You gave away the hundred million, all of it. Yes, I Well, if you're standing here now, it means that not only have you succeeded in receiving all of my gifts, but have done so beyond the boundaries that I have set. I guess that means that I have succeeded as well. What I could not accomplish in life, I, I've done in death. As long as you are still alive, I will be too. I love you, son. I love you, too. Goodbye, Jason. That's a, a very, very, very powerful movie. If you haven't seen it, it's called The Ultimate Gift. It's very family-friendly, but it is incredibly moving, and sorry I spoiled the end to you, but it was, <laughs> it was good. But uh, on the line, Vinny, would you like to tell who our guest is today? I would love to, but my eyes are all watered up here just on the introduction here. It's my grandson, Paul, Paul Menino in Pennsylvania. I am, I know it's uh, kind of just what to say. I am so proud of him, but I really am proud of this young man. I know a lot about him and the life he's had to lead. Of course, I was there for him, and so was his grandma and his mom. And not to be on the same show with Paul, who is now, you know, from that little squirt running around on the carpet on the floor, 37 years old, and has made a wonderful life for himself and is with God. In many ways, many ways, this young man has brought me 
to God. I love you, Paulie. I love you with all my heart. Hey, Paul, uh, now that, you know, Vinny has really yeah. built you up, you better be good. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we know <laughs> you will be. And, and, and you can, yeah, you can hear how much, uh, obviously, your grandpa loves you, but I know that's uh, no surprise to you. And actually, that's, I wanted to begin with asking you a question. Your grandpa had has been in your life pretty much a, a lot of the way, and, and it's been a pretty good relationship for you, hasn't it? Pretty good would be an understatement. Uh, like you said, I'm I'm 37 years old, and uh, when I was two, um, my dad uh, walked out on my family, and so um, I was left at a young age, really looking for some adult male role model. And uh, I always had it in my grandpa. Uh, we lived in New York for the first seven years of my life, and then we moved to North Carolina, and my grandma and grandpa followed after us, and so. Uh, most of my childhood, I, I can remember being at my grandma and grandpa's house watching satellite TV. In the summertime, it meant watching the Mets, and in the wintertime, it meant watching the Rangers and learning about New York and Italian stuff and mafia and what real food is and all that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> all the good stuff. Now, yes. As far as legacy, I know we talked a little bit before we came on the air, but, uh, you know, from the the culture that you guys come from, legacy is is huge. It's been lost somewhat in, in America these days. But you were talking about a show a couple of weeks ago. You want to talk a little bit about that and how that impacted you? Uh, yeah, um, I've been listening to your show for a while. Uh, I probably never would have heard of it living up in Pennsylvania, except for the fact that I know one of the guys on the show, <laughs> and I uh, wanted to hear him talk. And you know, so a couple of episodes ago, you were uh, talking about just integrity and doing things the right way. And, and my grandpa was talking about a conversation that he had had with his grandpa about doing things the right way. And uh, I just thought to myself, and I told my wife, I said, you know, one day when my grandpa is long gone, I'm going to be able to share the stories that he's telling here with my four-year-old daughter when she's grown up. And, and just that in and of itself is a really cool legacy. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I know that uh, everybody's life can take different paths, right? It's, it's all due to some choices that we made. And it, there were probably some times along the way where, where Vinny, uh, I can't call him Grandpa because he's my friend, but call him Vinny, um, stepped in and kind of helped you, kind of guide you away along the way, didn't he? Absolutely. Uh, I think, you know, he's taught me a lot of things in my life and, uh, one of the things that he, he taught me, he taught it to me in Italian, and I still know is that uh, la media flores sono la flores e non sedici. And basically what that means is, is the important things in life, you don't really have to say them a lot of times. And when I think about my relationship with my grandpa, I don't think he's ever told me anything like super profound, like stuff that I built my life off of. But it was just the way that he always treated me when I came over to his house and always listened and was always encouraging. We end every single phone call, and we've ended every single phone call the same way for probably the last 20-something years. He always says at the very end of every phone call, hey, Paulie, keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> and uh, I even used to joke around about it with him. I'm like, what if I'm selling drugs? <laughs> and he's like, I know you're not, and no matter what, if it's good, if it's bad, you just you know, you just know your grandpa loves you. And, and and really, you know, I think he's communicated to me unconditional love my whole life. 
And so that's been a really cool thing to be able to have that and to have, you know, this super manly dude with a gravelly voice talking sports, but also knowing that, you know, he's my grandpa and he cares about me. He's behind me, even when I mess up. Um, and I've made lots of mistakes in my life. I've, I've had ups and downs, but my relationship with my grandpa has never changed. Thank you. I, how, um, question for you now, what, what do you do for a living now? I, I've been in ministry for uh, the last 20 years of my life. I got started early. Uh, really, I gave my life to Christ as a teenager through Young Life. And ever since then, I've, I've been working in the church, either with teenagers or families. And right now, I'm a family pastor at a small church in uh, Kutztown, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania Dutch country. What, uh, I know in the family um, pastoral ship, you talked a lot, that legacy is really pretty important to you. Um, how is it that you try to help others kind of understand the importance of legacy? I know I didn't ask you that before we came on, but that's one of those curveballs that Al warned you about. That uh, <laughs> Why is that so passionate on your heart, this topic of legacy? Well, I mean, I think of it on a couple levels. I mean, now understand that even since my dad walked out uh, to when I was two years old, I've since then actually built a relationship with him. So um, God's grace has been evident there. But I did grow up for a long period of my time uh, really relating to, there was a song by Everclear a couple years ago that said, my daddy gave me a name and then he walked away. Mm-hmm. And so on one side, my whole life, I've looked at a legacy like, what legacy? You know, I might I might look like my dad. I might, you know, have some mannerisms. I don't know. But when there's nothing, there's, there's you know, there's nothing. And then, so for me, uh, I've just always wrestled with the idea of fatherhood and what can a dad be? What can a dad leave behind? Um, and, 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 and for me, as a family pastor now, I'm seeing how important that is. Uh, to just encourage dads. I think a lot of times dads are just beat down or insecure or don't exactly know what to do. And uh, that clenches them up a lot of times to not be able to do just the most simple thing. It does. I wish it wasn't so, you know, but, uh, but, but man, sometimes the simplest things are the most important things as far as passing on our faith and just showing love to, to our kids. It uh, one of the things you said. I'm gonna go to a clip really quick before we go to uh, to break here in a minute. But sometimes dads just are only able to mirror what they've been demonstrated, and and it takes a man to step in and say, you know, I'm gonna do something a little different. In this clip, it's from the the TV show Lost, and early on, Jack's dad had some words he thought was kind for him. Jack's a father now, and they weren't really as kind as the dad might have thought. Um, and I want you to see how he handles his son's heart over the exact same topic. You were great in there. You saw me? I missed a couple of notes. Sounded perfect from where I was standing. I thought I could get back to your place before you got home. I didn't even know you were still playing. I mean, Mom promised not to tell you. Why? It was always such a big deal to you. You used to sit and watch me practice. You were so into it. I didn't tell you I was coming here because I didn't want you to see me fail. You know, when I was your age, my father didn't want to see me fail either. He used to say to me that he said that I didn't have what it takes. I spent my whole life carrying that around with me. I don't ever want you to feel that way. 
I will always love you. No matter what you do, in, in my eyes, you can never fail. I just want to be a part of your life. We're going to be heading into break here in a second, but Robbie, as you, as you listen to that, how powerful are those words from that father to the son? Yeah, that's the unconditional love that we, you know, crave from our fathers and, and certainly from our heavenly father. And how cool is it that we get to see this lived out between um, Paul and his, his father, Vinny, and grandfather, Vinny, that I've known for years. What an exciting show. I'm so excited to see where it's going. And we're going to come back and get another clip and talk more to Paul and Vinny. Be back in a minute. Masculine Journey Radio is listener-supported, and we are very thankful for every dollar. But I wanted to take a moment to share a really easy way that you can support us. If you use Amazon to purchase things, all you need to do is go to smile.amazon.com, which is their charity contribution site, and from there, select Good Heart Ministries to support, and Amazon will donate 5% of your purchase to us. To donate or watch a video on how to do this, go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. That's MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Sam Main here for Mask and Journey Radio Show. Our show often focuses on healing and freedom that's found through walking more intimately with the Father. And I know no one wants to see a counselor, but often there are times I find myself stuck and needing a little bit more help. And that's why I turn to my friends at Seasons of the Heart. Kim and Catherine are experienced counselors that help you find healing through the Father. For more information on Seasons of the Heart, go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. That's MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Welcome back to Masculine Journey. I feel like I'm in the Olympics all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> we are the champion. Yeah, there you go. Ooh. If you leave a legacy, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm glad that stopped. We, uh, <laughs> on the line, we have Paul Menino. Paul, welcome back. Yeah, we're we're going to continue to talk about this topic, uh, legacy that Paul actually you know, kind of brought to us and said, hey, this is on my heart. But Robbie, you had an opportunity. It's it's amazing, and it shouldn't amaze us how God touches our heart as we get ready for a show or, or just after one with the topic, even sometimes before we know it. But you had the opportunity to have your heart touched on this topic of legacy this last weekend. Yeah, I'm I'm at that stage in life where our parents are getting up there, and uh, my father's wife, um, which was my stepmom, has got this horrible um, brain tumor and doesn't look like she may live long. And so they were moving into an assisted living, and Richmond Hill, Georgia this weekend. And so we drove down there to help them move. And, uh, you know, my parents were divorced and we have all those issues. Of course, I love my father. He's actually Finney's age. And, you know, we've always had a wonderful relationship. But that night before I went to bed, they'd packed up almost everything in the house, but there was this one great big picture on the wall and I'd never seen the picture. And it was a whole conglomeration of my father's, the, his wife had made this picture for him. And it showed all his careers. And my father was extremely successful. He was a director of the National Fleet and leased for Buick Motor Division. He owned a couple, three dealerships. And, and he had all these things in his career. And she had all his business cards up there. And you could see his, his mansions and his boats and all the things that he had acquired in his life. And if I, as I first looked at it, I was like, man, that is cool. Look how cool that is. Those are his business cards from when he was a director of National Fleet sales, all that stuff. 
And the longer I looked at it, the sadder I got. Mm-hmm. Because I realized that there was nothing in that picture that was us. That was my family. That was his children. It was just his career. And so it looked like my father's identity or his legacy was that which, which he had done in his career. And I actually stood there and cried in the hall by myself as I thought, that can't be. You know, that's not my father. This picture is wrong. Mm-hmm. I wanted to destroy it or some, you know, something along those lines. And, um, but then I started to, you know, naturally think about my own family and about what really there is. And in Psalm 127, I just think, says it so amazingly. It, 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 Psalm 127, 4 says, like arrows in the hands of a warrior are the children born in one's youth. And so for Vinny, you know, to have Paul out there doing ministry or actually for my father, and my father's very proud of what I do as well, to do the Christian car guy and show, and to think that someday, you know, maybe my children or my grandchildren will be warriors. And, and what an amazing thing that God does. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, how did Jesse feel? <laughs> how did Jesse feel when David took on Goliath or when, you know, when he saw what happened when David became king or when he led people in worship? How did Jesse feel? What kind of legacy was that? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Vinny, you were there. What happened? (laughs) You remember old Jesse and Boaz, you know. The only Jesse I remember is Jesse Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have an answer for you. Oh, that's all right. I I threw you a my curveball. Yeah, no, I I was thinking, I don't remember reading the answer to that part of the Bible, but maybe I might have skipped it. Uh, (laughs) uh, Paul, as you work with with families, um, how how important do you think it is that these these dads learn somehow how to give that unconditional love that you talked about? I think it's the most important thing. I mean, to the point where I just started at this church in April and got my first opportunity to you know preach in big church, you know, because typically I work with the youth and the children, and and I was like, man. Uh, what do you want me to talk about? Asked my lead pastor. He said, we'll talk about what you think is most important. And my first message was completely related to that idea of fighting for our kids' hearts. And um, it's it's not uh, because we're making an idol out of our kids or anything like that. It's, it's just we're modeling God. I mean, God never stopped fighting for the hearts of his people throughout the Bible, no matter how messed up they were, no matter how far they went away, God was steady and always communicated love. And so, in a way, it really does glorify God to do that. And uh, but I, I think it's it's super important, and it's so easy to forget when we're you know chasing our mansions and, and our careers. Yeah, it is. It is. You said something I wanted to touch base with Al on. You know, Al, it's um, probably something I know it's on your heart to the heart of your kids. And there's a legacy that you want them to live and to feel. And so what is it that you try to pass on to them? And it's not always easy because kids are kids and they make mistakes like all of our kids do. But what is a legacy at the end of the day that you hope that they get from you? Uh, the one that I push the most, most is that I want them to be fathered by God. I want them to have that loving relationship with me, but to look past me to their heavenly father. And, you know, not too long ago, I was asking my son, I was, we were doing the, 
Um, okay, you get to grade your dad. Anything's on the table. What am I doing right? What am I doing wrong? And what he said to me was funny because in our house, you can't know Vinny Menino without taking on the Vinny Menino accent. And he goes, okay, aside from the fact that you're very old, <laughs> and this is my, my, my 16-year-old son, aside from the fact that you're very old and you make mistakes, you make a lot. He said, when you make a mistake, you always come to whoever it is and you make it right. You seek forgiveness and you do whatever it takes to make it right. And you don't let it sit. As soon as you realize you're wrong, you're there. And if that's humility, if that's um, integrity, I don't know. But I think that's the first step I, for them seeing God for who he is, is our Heavenly Father. I noticed that when I was reading in, in my one-year Bible and Jesus was talking to Mary at the tomb and he's saying he, he don't hold on. He's got to go see his father. He says, my father, your father, mm-hmm. my God, your God, making fatherhood more important. And not that he's not God, not that he's not a deity and not that he isn't Lord, but the primary relationship that Jesus wanted you to know was that God is your father. Yeah. Well, you know, when they ask him how to pray, our father, our father, Abba, right? Um, I'm going to come to you, you here in a second, Vinny, and ask you a question, but I want to make a comment and then kind of go to a clip and we'll come back to it. Um, for me, there's just been some things that's come up over the last you know few months where I really just had to look at some things differently. And the power of legacy has kind of been staring me in the face a little bit. You know, I mean, I'm 52 and that's not ancient, but it's, well, it's oh. It depends. Paul thinks it's ancient, and I don't need to hear it, Paul. But uh, um, they, you look at some things, and I just started thinking about the legacy that I have that I can give my kids that no one else can is love. You know, that's that's the one thing that they need from me. I mean, I yeah, I can give them stuff, but at the end of the day, as Paul talked about, what he really remembers is that love. And the clip I want to play is from the bucket list. I'm going to come back and talk to Vinny and, and Paul some more. And this clip from the bucket list is about two guys that were elderly. They were about ready to move on due to cancer. And they decided to have an adventure together. And they listened to how one man made a huge impact on the other man, even at an advanced age. Good afternoon. My name is Edward Cole. I I don't know what most people say at these occasions because... In all honesty, I, I've tried to avoid them. The simplest thing is, I loved him, and I miss it. Carter and I saw the world together, which is amazing. When you think that only three months ago, we were complete strangers. I hope... Doesn't sound selfish of me, but the last months of his life were the best months of mine. He saved my life, and he knew it before I did. I'm deeply proud that this man found it worth his while. To know me. In the end, 
think it's safe to say that we brought some joy to one another's lives. So, one day when I go to some final resting place, if I happen to wake up next to a certain wall with a gate, I hope that Carter's there to vouch for me and show me the ropes on the other side. So as you listen to that, you may be saying, hey, wait a minute, I don't, I don't have any kids. I don't have any grandkids. You still have a legacy. And one of the points we want to talk about today, and, and we're not going to really go into it, but just want to make a point of it, is you're making a legacy either way. You're, you're making a legacy like Jack's dad did, or you're making a legacy like Jack. And Vinny, I wanted to come to you and actually say that, you know, there's been so many ways that I know that you, you sometimes see yourself as a, a blind man who's advanced in age, but you've made a huge impact on all of our lives. You've touched all of our lives. And that was part of that last clip as well is to let you know it's yes with Paul, but also you continue to touch his and our lives as well. And so we want to thank you for that. As we get about a minute or two left here, Vinny, I want to ask you about as you look back over your relationship with Paul, how proud does it make you that he stepped into that place where he's helping other people with this legacy? Oh, very, very, very surprised. Uh, I thought he was going to play for the Mets. Uh, you know, he was into sports. And then all of a sudden there was this change in him. And I don't know if I contributed to it because at that time I lost my wife. And that's when I found God. And I think Paul... And the rest of my family were kind of surprised how I was, as they say, born-again Christian. But uh, that probably was a stepping stone for Paul and for me because it made a great difference in my life. Because, uh, I mean, I wake up every day uh, just hoping that I could satisfy him in whatever I do for that day with love for everyone. Thank you. Paul, we thank you for being on the show. I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to get back to you. It was very, very powerful. We're glad to have you. We'd love to have you back again. And whether you're a dad, not a dad, but you're a man, go make a difference. Go create a legacy that leaves beyond you.